Okay, here we go. My back's still hurting, but I need to get another episode out. And it's the same day as the other one. Um, it's raining cats and dogs, bruh. Dogs. That's stupid. Why did I talk like that? This is this is being recorded. Anyways, um, I want to talk to you guys about something really awesome, really fun. We're totally going off the deep end here. No, you know I'm off the deep end. I've been off the deep end. I never was even in the shallow end, bro. So, um, I want to talk to you guys today about an awesome hobby that is ridiculously fun and might be applicable to, um, you know, if things went bad, plus super homesteading friendly. I mean, a blast. So, literally a blast. I wanted to talk to you guys today about black powder firearms, right? So, black powder. Let's talk about it. So what is black powder? We're talking mostly, the another, another word for it is muzzle loaders. That means you shove the barrel down the end, but not all of them are loaded in the muzzle, right? So what kind of black powder firearms are there? Well, they, they very first firearms were black powder, right? Um, the Chinese had like some matchlock garbage and stuff like that way back in the day. So it started kind of as a matchlock, went to the flintlock, and now we're, and then they went to percussion caps, and then from there they went to um, the modern uh, inline muzzle loaders. And obviously, at some point they switched to metallic cartridges, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're going to talk today only about black powder. So um, there is shotguns, pistols, and rifles all in black powder, and there's actually revolvers. So you can get up to six shots on black powder. Let's talk about the number one coolest thing about black powder. No FFL, right? So um, in most states, felons can own them in their house. Obviously, you can't carry them around because they're still a weapon. And in most states, it's illegal for a felon to even have a keychain that looks like you can defend yourself because... If you ever violated the rules of the king, you, you don't deserve to live. You don't deserve to be a human being, right? And that's what we've decided. You don't deserve to have a voice, and you don't deserve to have a life if anybody decides they want to take it from you. So we know all that, but black powder, you may, as a felon, check your local laws. If you care about laws, check your local laws and look into it. But I think most states, you can be a felon and have black powder in your home but you can't have it you know on the street pretty cool that and no ffl means also that when they pass these stupid universal background check laws which are coming by the way they won't you won't have to have an ffl to transfer them so that's another cool thing you don't have to have an ffl to buy them what does that mean well just like back in the 60s you could order a gun out of the sears robot catalog you can literally go on Cabela's or Bass Pro or any black powder site and order black powder firearms and they will ship it to your door. I don't even think you have to sign for it. They just ship it right to your door. So that's awesome. The downside to shipping black powder is that black powder itself is considered an explosive by the... Department of Transportation and the ATF. So you can't ship, you can ship black powder actually, but it's kind of expensive. It's $30 a 
hazardous materials charge. Which, if you order a big enough load, it's worth, you know, it's worth it. Who cares if you order a big enough load? But then also, you're kind of flagged if you order a big load of black powder. So that is something. But black powder is carried in stores. In most cases, you can get it at Walmart if it's the right season. You can just go up to Walmart, pick up a can of black powder or any sporting goods store, right? And black powder substitute. There's a substitute that is not considered an explosive, and it works just as good. Some people would say it works better, so I, I could care less, you know, which one you go with, but I think black powder is cool. But so, let's talk about why this is even something you should consider. Number one, you can buy a muzzle loader for under under $100 all day long on the used market. Why? Because nobody wants them. Nobody wants them because they don't... I mean, when you can buy an AR, why would you buy a muzzleloader? Well, because they are so cheap. And they they come in 40 cal, 50 cal isn't the rifles. 45 cal rifles. Those are the kind of the common calibers. And then the pistols come in 36 and 40 usually. And then there's a 44. Um, but those are all pretty good size rounds, you know, you could stop most things with that size round. Um, they do have conical bullets, but most people use the round ball because that's historically accurate and because they're super cheap, super cheap. If you cast your own bullets, you can end up firing this thing for like seven cents a round, a 50 cal size bullet for like seven to 10 cents a round. So that's something to consider. That's a heck of a savings. So that's another reason we want them. Um, these things are just awesome to shoot. They put out a black. They put out like a smoke cloud every time you shoot them. Not a big smoke cloud, but a decent smoke cloud, which is awesome. The kids love that. And I hope you guys are still enjoying the rain because it never stopped raining here. Anyways, so. The other awesome things about black powder, you can make your own black powder. It's totally illegal, but if things got bad, you could actually make your own black powder. And it's as simple as basically like, it's actually really complex, but you don't have to have a whole lot of like really advanced tools to do it. You know, some basic chemistry set. And you can make your own black powder out of pea and a few other household materials. Or you can buy the materials at Lowe's to make it basically. So that's another consideration. Um, <clears throat> so the price is really an awesome thing. If you buy a black powder, you need to go ahead and buy the molds for the caliber that you buy so that you can start making your own, casting your own bullets. And that goes into a whole bunch more detail. But these are just awesome weapons, guys. A 50 cal deer rifle. And another huge thing is it opens you up in most states to a heck of a lot longer hunting season. Which may not be that big a deal right now because you may only have time to go hunting like twice a year because you're, we're all so busy, right? But the thing that really makes a difference in this is that it opens you up pre-season. So we know that during the Great Depression when they had... Um, you know, when they started to run out of food and everybody started to get broke, 
they literally wiped out the deer population in the Northeast. They were extinct. The white-tailed deer was extinct in the Northeast because the population of people was so high up there that they just took them all out. Now, I think during this one, it's going to be a little bit weird because I think the game wardens will keep going to work for a little while and they will keep arresting people for poaching, right? And so, if there's that weird time, which there probably will be, of still laws being enforced but people really being hungry, you want to be the first person out there to shoot a deer, right? And so archery and black powder open up in most states before rifle season. So you can get out there before the woods are picked clean. So that's the cool thing. Um, what's some other cool stuff? Um, the revolvers. Dude, you can pick them up. I seriously bought like six revolvers. And I traded for a $600 pistol. So I got these $200 revolvers for like half price basically you know and it was just a Coleman um, 357 that I traded for him so that was cool I thought that was really awesome I got too many guns anyways that are regular guns I needed something else to waste money on but black powder is the one if you're going to waste money on something this season black powder is it it's a blast um, you really you guys would really love it um, so how's it work so you, there's a bunch of questions you ask. So one of the big things is that black powder is corrosive, so you have to clean the barrel every time you shoot. Not every round, but every time you go out and shoot, you need to clean the barrel before you put this thing back in the cabinet, right? And, you know, you need to grease the out, oil the outside, keep it nice and shiny so it doesn't rust out. But the big thing is is that you need to clean it every time after you shoot. Now, you might be asking, well, do I need to clean it? Or do I, can I leave black powder in it? Yes, you can. So, here's the thing about it. The reason it rusts is because burned black powder is moistureless. It has, like, almost zero water content, right? And so, it's going to naturally absorb moisture out of the air and as it does that it's going to rust your rifling out but if you have unfired black powder with a ball capping it with a um, good patch on there like you should then it's not going to rust out it's not going to absorb any moisture because it's going to be packed and there won't be any moisture getting in so that's why it's okay to leave it loaded so how do you load it um, first thing you do is you check and make sure it's not loaded because a double load in a black powder can be a pretty bad deal. Um, so the first thing we do to check and make sure it's unloaded, we take a ramrod, if it's a rifle or a shotgun, we take a ramrod, stick it down the barrel and make sure that it goes all the way down to the point that's marked, which we mark our ramrods. It's marked to show that it's unloaded. Then you take a powder measure and you dump your powder. <sighs> oh, oh, sorry. Boy, all this rain and traffic's making me tired. So you take your powder measure, and they've got powder horns that actually have a measure on them 
to make it a little faster. You measure out your powder, you dump it in to the barrel, then you stick um, a wad on it if you need one. There's some cases where you don't need one. Stick a wad on it, and then you stick the ball on it, and you shove it down the barrel. So, cases where you don't need a, a wad, if you're doing um, if you're doing any sh- revolver shooting, you don't have to have a wad, right? The wad is there to keep the um, to catch the sparks going around the bullet that come around, come back in from the other rounds being fired. And it kind of helps to keep from setting off all six rounds in your revolver at once. So, um, the wad, I mean, if you lube your bullets, then you should be fine. Because that also seals the chamber. That's what we're doing when we lube the ball on a revolver, is we're sealing the chambers up so that you don't have a chain fire of all the rounds going off at once. Um, the So, the rifles are way less dangerous than the revolvers. The revolvers are a little bit sketchy, but they're still a blast to shoot. Um, The rifles, though, I have seen people load those suckers like half full. And do not try this. I'm not saying this is legal or acceptable in any way. But they load their their rifle like half full of black powder and set it on a bench rest, and they fire it, and it doesn't even uh, warp the barrel. So... That, and now these are old school, like, um, Kentucky rifles, not the modern ones. I've never seen anybody do that with a modern, uh, muzzleloader. But because of the way the charge takes off, it, it goes in a progression, right? It's not like these new, um, super fast powder chargers that we have in the smokeless powder. They kind of all burn up at once and create a big explosion. These are, um like a slower explosion. It's almost not an explosion. That's how slow it is. Like when you put black powder on a bench and you light it on fire, it like, you can see it sizzle with your eyes. You know, it's like a, not a super fast process. Anyways, um, that is another red, huge flag. Do not, do not, do not um, ever use smokeless powder in your black powder because you will crack it or blow it up or whatever. So, I mean, I guess if it was a super emergency, you might be able to get away with it once, but you're probably trading your hands for one shot, you know. So that's something, and you're definitely trading your weapon, whatever it is, for one shot because it, even if it doesn't blow it apart, it may um, hairline fracture the thing where you can't see it, and then you won't know it till the next time you shoot it and it blows up in your face. So don't ever use smokeless powder in it. Um, anyways, that's the cool stuff about it. Another cool thing is they are just like the most legit looking antique rifles and pistols. And they are so cool looking, super cheap. So a Hawkins rifle is the like most common traditional rifle you'll find. And do not pay over like 125 bucks for them on the used market because these people can't give these things away. People just aren't interested in getting into it. And so you can snatch them up cheap from people on the used market. Just something to think about. Um, you know, I love those rifles. They're fun. They are a blast to shoot. And I hope to take a deer this year with my black powder. 
that's my plan. I'm going to get out there and deer season this year with the black powder way before all you guys get a chance to shoot that don't have a black powder because y'all are suckers and you're not going to get out there. Anyways, um, check it out. It's something really cool to teach your kids and to have fun and play with the kids. Uh, Everything I do is like something I want to teach the kids, you know, because it's so fun. But that's that's why I'm getting into black powder. Plus, I mean, they sell these kits where you can build your own black powder pistols for just 125% of the cost of buying one new, right? It costs more to build one than to buy one unbuilt or to buy one built. But they've got some cool ones. they got some, like, single-shot, like, pirate-style pistols. And you can actually build them at home super easy but that's a whole nother story there's people that build them all the time but they're not a firearm so that's the cool thing about it there's also conversion kits for your uh, hot uh your what kind is that your like 12 gauge breakover why can i not remember the name of that manufacturer but sears roebuck had a bunch of them uh, Anyways, starts with a W. Uh, Western, Western Field, something like that. Anyways, those single shot 12 gauges do awesome as a uh, muzzle loader. So if you have any machining skills, you can set it up to take 410 or uh, shotgun primers, which are the most reliable, really primers you can use with black powder, and then you can load your 12 gauge or 20 gauge or 14 gauge single shot with anything you want bro i mean it's pretty cool i mean you'll scrape up your barrel but you can load that sucker up with anything you can put you know bbs marbles um, glass you can put all kinds of cool stuff down there and it'll scratch up your barrel if you use the wrong stuff but man that is cool to be able to shoot anything you want and I know you can load up 12-gauge shells like that, but that's way less fun. But anyways, those are the cool things about black powder. And I know this is kind of a boring episode if you don't care about black powder. So you should have skipped it. You shouldn't have listened to it, you knuckleheads. All right, we'll talk to you later.